Colossians Review. Today, we will be reviewing the sections of Colossians that we studied this week. As we read these verses, ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you what He wants you to take away from this section of Colossians. And following today's scripture, join us for our Turn the Page bonus podcast. Colossians 1, 28 through chapter 2, verse 23. He is the one we proclaim, admonishing and teaching everyone with all wisdom so that we may present everyone fully mature in Christ. To this end, I strenuously contend with all the energy Christ so powerfully works in me. I want you to know how hard I am contending for you and for those at Laodicea and for all who have not met me personally. My goal is that they may be encouraged in heart and united in love, so that they may have the full riches of complete understanding, in order that they may know the mystery of God, namely Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I tell you this so that no one may deceive you by fine-sounding arguments. For though I am absent from you in body, I am present with you in spirit, and delight to see how disciplined you are and how firm your faith in Christ is. So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in Him, rooted and built up in Him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces of this world, rather than on Christ. For in Christ, all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. And in Christ, you have been brought to fullness. He is the head over every power and authority. In Him, you were also circumcised with a circumcision not performed by human hands. Your whole self, ruled by the flesh, was put off when you were circumcised by Christ, having been buried with Him in baptism, in which you were also raised with Him through your faith in the working of God, who raised Him from the dead. When you were dead in your sins and in the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made you alive with Christ. He forgave us all our sins, having canceled the charge of our legal indebtedness, which stood against us and condemned us. He has taken it away, nailing it to the cross. And, having disarmed the powers and authorities, He made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. Therefore, do not let anyone judge you by what you eat or drink, or with regard to a religious festival, a new moon celebration, or a Sabbath day. These are a shadow of the things that were to come. The reality, however, is found in Christ. Do not let anyone who delights in false humility and the worship of angels disqualify you. Such a person also goes into great detail about what they have seen. They are puffed up with idle notions by their unspiritual mind. They have lost connection with the head, from whom the whole body, supported and held together by its ligaments and sinews, grows as God causes it to grow. Since you died with Christ to the elemental spiritual forces of this world, why, as though you still belong to the world, do you submit to its rules? Do not handle, do not taste, do not touch. These rules, which have to do with things that are all destined to perish with use, are based on merely human commands and teachings. Such regulations indeed have an appearance of wisdom, with their self-imposed worship, their false humility, and their harsh treatment of the body, 
but they lack any value in restraining sensual indulgence. Well, welcome back everyone to today's Turn the Page Bible Experience bonus podcast. Again, my name is Tammy Melchine. I lead the teaching team here at Community. And today I am joined by none other than Rodrigo Cano. Rodrigo, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me here. It's great, great pleasure, a great honor to be here with you all. Well, I'm so glad that you could join us. And uh, if you don't know Rodrigo, he serves as the community pastor at our Aurora location, rocking there in downtown Aurora. Yes. And um, just to remind you, Rodrigo, and remind everyone else, what we're doing in these bonus podcasts is we're just looking back at what we read over this past week. So hopefully you just had a chance to review that in the reading. And Rodrigo, I, I asked Rodrigo if he would join me in just sharing some reflections on that. And so, Rodrigo, as we look at what we read over these last uh, four days, what's maybe one of the first things that stuck out to you? Well, I mean, one of the first things that I noticed is this idea that Paul talks in Colossians 1, 28, this idea of presenting everyone fully mature in Christ. Mm -hmm. And when I was thinking about that, this idea of being mature in Christ, it's such an interesting concept, right? Hmm. Like naturally, we, we are supposed to mature like in natural life as we yeah. grow up. A lot of people don't do that. Uh, but but not you to name names right now. No, 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 no. <laughs> but you know, that's, that's kind of like the normal tendency, right? Like the normal path that, you know, every human being, you know, takes. It's to, to grow and mature. Oh. Yes. And it's kind of like the same thing that Paul is saying here that as, a, as Christ followers, you know, the natural tendency should be to mature. Right. And there's so mm -hmm. many things in between that help us get there. But, you know, this idea of, of maturing in Christ is not just, you know, receiving Christ and, and that's it. But it's like a process that, that we are taking into yeah. to achieve that maturity in him. Yeah, absolutely. Because it. You know, as you're saying that, it makes me think it's not just like physically that we mature and grow, but also, you know, a lot of us will talk about, you know, if you're still in your teens or 20s, maybe you don't think this way yet. But when you get to your 30s or 40s or, you know, I suppose in your 50s or 60s, yeah. um, you know, a lot of times we look back and we say, oh, my gosh, I'm so different than the person I was in my 20s or then in my 30s. And, you know, and you you want to see this emotional, you know, kind of growth. and and uh, it feels like we should be able to look back on our spiritual journey too and, and see that kind of stuff that, wow, I'm so much different in, you know, in, and even maybe the way the fruit of the spirit are yeah. present in my life in a different way now than they were a year yeah. or five years or, or, or something ago. And, you know, it's interesting when you think about that, you know, growth and maturity too. Um, I think it, it always involves some kind of discomfort, doesn't it? Yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. when you were, you know, when you were a kid, that discomfort was sometimes growing pains or the things you had to go through. But, you know, I, I don't know. Again, last week we talked about how Paul's writing the Colossians because he's concerned that they're getting off track. And I think, you know, it, it's probably a good check for us to think about if, if following Jesus always feels comfortable to us, then we might be off track. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I think yeah. that would be a good way to kind of check, you know, are we yeah. growing or are we staying stagnant? Like, are we on the same level? If we're yeah. too comfortable. <laughs> just, yeah, just kind of grown stagnant in, in, yeah. in our journey. Um, well, as, as this passage goes on, Paul goes on to describe what maturing looks like, right? 
Yeah. Uh, like, how did you see that in this passage? Well, there's, you know, as we continue to read in Colossians 2, 6, and 7, he kind of like talks about, and I don't want to say like it's kind of like a linear pathway, but it's kind of like some like things that let us know if we're growing or not, or, you know, some, some like check marks or marks sure. in our lives. And so he says, Jesus, you received Christ your Lord. Like, you know, step number one would say like, yeah, you, you became a Christ follower. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, that's good. That's big. But there's, you know, some other things that we need to continue to do. He's like, continue to live your lives in him. So this idea of remaining or being in him. Mm. And so he, he uses two illustrations. He says, rooted and built up in him. This okay. idea of the roots, you know, going down and, and being solid, solidified, like being strong, being, being there, and then being built up. It's not just going down in your roots, but also like actually growing and being, you know, built up by, by Christ and in everything that we do. And then continue saying and strengthening the faith and overflowing with, with, with thankfulness. So it's got like a life of thankfulness, a life of, of faith, like that reflects soul maturity. But it all starts with this idea of being rooted and built yeah. up. Like that's such an interesting, uh, you know, analogy that, that he uses. There. Yeah, you know, as you're saying that, what, what came to my mind too is it's almost like the, 